intro. Actually, main intention with the podcast. Um, Find that, yeah. And so, so you guys just get to know us, right? Um, should I look here? Should I look at you? I'm looking at myself, whatever. It feels weird looking at myself. I'm look at you. Um, so the main main intention uh, with <laughs> the podcast is get to know us, right? We're just normal people just doing normal things, but we just do them consistently for a long time. And we're just going to keep doing them consistently. And then you learn things along the way and you do the same things a little bit better over time, but just keep doing the same thing. Instead of constantly trying things, it's not working, we'll go in a different way, trying, not working. Um, because in most cases, you might just benefit just doing more of that same thing and you'll probably get more out of it. So main intention is get to know us, what we do behind the scenes. You'll find this is not much, um, but still we do stuff. And then just get to know us how we talk, right? And we'll do a bunch of segments here, try to get some sciencey people here, give you guys some knowledge and uh, we'll bring some Brampton mans too, like myself. Not like Manraj, he's not Brampton man. He's a kind, polite human being. And uh extremely polite, bro. Extremely Very polite. Cordial. Very cordial. Cordial. And uh and yeah, we'll try to drop knowledge, but entertain you at the same time, and then hopefully you guys find that we're just normal people and you guys can relate a little bit. Make sense? Anything you would add to that? No, I wouldn't add anything, bro. I would just say more so like I think a lot of the knowledge kind of gets mixed. I, I think a lot of the knowledge kind of gets lost within like the 10, 15 seconds we post. That's what I'll say. Exactly. Yeah. So we can make specific, obviously every episode we'll try to obviously add value. That's the main thing, but we'll try to make like specific episodes for even like topics that constantly get butchered. Right. Yeah. Like I think we were just talking about before we started the fatigue management thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. A, that's been a big one where we'll get into it, but today let's, uh, let's start with like, you know, how'd you, how'd you get into training? you getting jacked you want to go first you explain I, I can okay yeah so uh i got into training um like a while ago so back in like 2008 almost and Dang. yeah so it's like 15 years now basically a grandpa of training uh, oh. but that time that that time it was more like you know actually the way the thing triggered me i think i was mentioning last time not last time i guess it's the first time but mentioning um we were at a beach, like, you know how, like, family picnics and stuff, you bring Bronte to the beach, you have all these things, you're a bunch of brown families, um, I had my shirt off and, like, black shorts on, and I had a big did, like, stomach popping, and I was, I've always been a chubby kid, actually, growing up, and uh, my mom was like, nice, uh, there to bro, she didn't say it in that language, but that's what she meant, right, she was obviously making a cutie pie, you know, like, how they go, little yeah. chubby, ch- chubby goody kids, so that kind of hurt my ego a little bit, because I was grade eight, I was just about to start grade nine, which is, you know, puberty was about to kick in. So I was like, yo, what the fuck, man, I'm fat. So I started going to the recreation center, uh, Century Gardens, biking there every day and just doing cardio, elliptical, five to 600 calories daily, a um, little bit of biceps in the end. And just kept doing that for like a year straight. I lost a bunch of weight plus puberty hit. And like, I almost like squished and grew this way. Right. So I looked a little bit leaner, but still had like chubby face or whatever. Um, not in any 96 physique, but that's what like started the habit of like some sort of workout. Um, and at this time I was playing RuneScape a lot. So like this video game, it was crazy. So I was playing so much RuneScape and this is my only outing where I would go to the gym. Um, so long story short, university started in 2013. That's when like, I got really into like, okay, I'll consistently go to the gym, show up. Uh, but my diet was absolute trash. Like, you know, eating like fucking kurkure, ice caps frozen methi parante from deep like that always and like some pancakes so like those four meals used to be like and maggie actually three maggies a day 
Um, Maggie's fire. Maggie's fire. So yeah, Maggie's brought here ice cap was like a regular every day, bro. Imagine every day, because I, because I used to play RuneScape, right? So like Maggie would take me two minute Maggie noodle, convenience. Um, Methi brought it frozen, so I'll be ready. You just put them in the microwave, and ice cap, ice cap. Every time mom coming from work, working all day, I'm like, can I get ice cap? I'll play RuneScape, right? So I used to get. Um, that's used my diet, and then I used to go uh, LA Fitness. Sometimes, and then I started going Good Life in Guelph because that's where I did university. Uh, but like I was like, yo, why is my physique not changing? So forward 2015-ish, started watching Chris Jones, things like that. Um, learned about macros. Uh, actually, we watched Kristen Guzman too. Um, okay. Learned about macros and then like, okay, tracking calories. But then I started fitting the Maggie and Good Grit in the calories. So I didn't change the food choices. I just started making sure the calories were controlled. And that actually started leading to some results right away. That's a, whoever's watching. Calories itself could be a top of the hierarchy, and you can see the most benefit nice. weight loss wise. But yeah, and then like I bought the Chris Jones P push pull leg program too, and started going ham. Looking. What, what was it? A PDF? PDF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh damn! I'll say. I got Jer- Jeremy Bundia too. Uh, PDF program. Yeah, you said that last time too. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, I followed the programs and like. The main premise with all these programs were just like, I want to look better, like for the girls. That was pretty much my intention with it. I was like a guy who just wanted to look better so I can impress the ladies. Um, that's how it started. But then once I got a specific look, right, in like 2017, for example, like I went all in and I competed. Um, and like, again, so someone watching is like, how the fuck did you compete, bro? You just sound like you just didn't know anything. But all I did was follow macros and have the split and I consistently just did that for like seven months and since I used to play RuneScape and I replaced RuneScape with just working because I used to work like a co-op job I used to do nothing else like I still don't have a social life so my social life has always been non-existent so all I did was gym eat and uh, work I just changed how I was eating and that changed everything in my physique and I just kept doing the same shit six seven months and I was like oh I'm pretty lean I think I went from like 193, 192 to like 137, 138, something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I got pretty ripped, but I was tiny, right? So I did that. And I got I got pretty lean. Why? Wait, why did you why did you compete? Yo, this was fucking Usman or something. Like you saw these guys competing. Yo, so I saw like I think that year, actually that year you competed too, 2017, right? No, I competed in 2018. Okay, I think Rap competed that year. Rav? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rav was and one then, of the guys I saw. And then Sing to the Iron, a like KD. Currently, he competed that year. And I was, like, almost done my cut. It was, like, start of September, and I saw both those guys compete. So I was like, yo, fuck it. Why don't I just go another eight weeks? And, like, then I hired a coach, um, Aaron, Aaron Nutrition on Instagram. I don't know if you guys know him. Um, But I hired him for eight weeks. And, like, he basically was like, yo, you're doing whatever you need to do. So, like, yeah. But he helped me with posing, and he fixed my posing a little bit. And I was like, yo, fuck it. If I've seen those guys compete, they did pretty decent. I was like, why not compete? So end of October is Halloween Masquerade. Halloween Masquerade? I don't know if I'm saying that right. But that was the show's name. It was like right before right before the King Kong Classic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. King Kong's like November 13th, 11th. Yeah, yeah. So I did two weeks before that. I should have just waited for the King Kong. I would have had a better look, I think. Um, but yeah, I did that. I think I got third place. But the main thing here was I looked sick, but I was like, fuck, man still feel like not that confident and shit you know um to impress the ladies so this is when i started working on 
reading books, listen to podcasts, and <laughs> oh, you laughing, bro? And then I was like, oh shit, okay. There's like other side to this. So this is when like mentally I got a little stronger. Um, and then long story short, like 2020-ish, left accounting to become a trainer, um, online trainer, and like listen to Andy a lot, Andy Priscilla. Followed like the whole powerless principle where you set five, six actions a day and you check them off constantly, constantly. And I uh, learned that from like Mike and Churn too, Train with Churn. Yeah. Mike. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into training. And then long story short, I've been just basically your mental game is just as important as your physical game. And uh, you can accelerate that process if you don't overthink a lot of things, right? So certain people overthink like, tendency wise, personality, that's, that's what I've noticed. Um, I've always had like a family environment that everyone just fucking overthinks everything. Every over analysis, every fucking little thing, right? So I kind of took that on myself too. And I was like, what am I doing? And then I started listening to these guys and they're like, yo, just fucking just do shit constantly. And you'll just notice that you don't have to overthink anymore. When you're doing shit, shit starts happening. So I was like, it's, it's such an obvious thing, right? When you say it like that. But like I had to listen to some like guru on like fucking a podcast say that. And I was like, oh, if I just do things, things will happen. Yeah. Um, so now I'm at a point where I'm doing things consistently, but I'm also doing the other shit because I have a tendency of going back to the old ways sometimes where I kind of get lackadaisical and lazy. Um, so I have to kind of keep myself like kicking the ass a little bit where I stay on point, which is through like books, podcasts, and working on my inner self. That's how I started, bro. How'd you, how'd you start? Wait, wait. I was, was going to ask you. So you competed in 2017. Why Why have you competed since then? Yo, you, I was so... You don't care to. Like, you don't care. Um, I... At that... At, after I finished that competition, I was like, yo, I want to do, like, classic physique. And again, KD was actually inspiration for this. Uh, he did classic physique. So I was like, I love wow. that. Now you worked out with your idol, too. I know, but it was fucking crazy. I was, uh... So I, I wanted to pose, and, like, the posing and everything was, like, classic was i was like that's where i want to be and actually one of the things that i was insecure about back in the day was my legs because my legs have always been big like genetically our legs are just like like no pants would ever fit me like you know how like there was a trend of like you know fitted pants fitted joggers bro like my ass would just stick out every time right <laughs> so for, for a guy it was a little weird at first until i got jacked i was like oh this is nice um so i was like i already have big legs genetically they just tend to hold all the weight why not like do classes yeah, so I was like, why not just, like, do classic? But as I started growing, I was like, fuck, growing takes so long when you're, like, a natural person. So, like, every year I would be like, okay, yo, I'm at this weight. Fuck, it still looks small. This weight, I'm like, it'll still look small. This weight still looks small. So I didn't get to a point where I was satisfied that I had enough muscle to compete. And now I think I'm at a point where, like, I think I have a decent amount of muscle, but I don't think it's a, enough muscle for classic, right? But I might try and do another physique show, maybe. But I've looked a couple of shows and stuff. I don't think anything is recent till like next fucking April or May. No, yo, the season's got the season's over. Like King Kong was I know. Yeah, so, so I wasn't everything's gonna start in like March, April. Yeah, so I didn't really plan ahead that way. Um I just wanted to get lean, I'll see what's underneath, right? See what my weak points are. Like I obviously need more delts and rear delts, um, and like way more upper chest and way more quads and hammies if I want to do classic. Right, so I'm already seeing like all these weak areas where need way more attention to. Um, okay. But yeah, my my thing was like I didn't think I would be able to get to a point physique wise where I could actually like stay on my own and actually win, you know? Because I would want to win, obviously. 
But, so you don't um, care. To, you don't care to compete. You just care to win. Yeah. So like, if you, like, you can, I I think it's more like again, I want to beat my previous self, so I know I can go way better than that, right? Yeah. But I don't think I've achieved that look yet, where I'm like, yo, I'm way better than that one. Yeah. Right. Also, what I'm saying is like you've seen you you see the people that are winning the shows and they're yeah. like, they're ahead of me. So then exactly. you're like, there's no point for me to compete. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. I'm like, yo, no point, right? Like it's gonna be and like yo, you never know what happens to these shows as well. Like some people might be on stuff and they're off it in that show, right? So like you're competing with these things that are against you, which you can't control. We just want to be able to control your own level of physique. Um, but yeah, I don't really care to like because my game isn't a, like a pro card. As a natural person, I know my ceiling, right? And the ceiling could be still fairly high, but it's still there's a ceiling that takes a fucking minute to get to, right? What about, um, a, nat- what about a natural pro card like Matt? Like Matt has? Um, that's maybe like, that's like but, in like 2030s. Yeah, maybe, but like I don't even know if I, I want to like make com- com- competing as my main uh, game, right? Like I don't think I enjoy the that process as much. As much as like, it's fucking getting huge and then fucking lean, and then like I guess like competition is a validation aspect to it, where like you're showing it. Um, but I think true bodybuilding you gotta be enhanced. Like that's where the sick look comes in, where like you're actually like, holy fuck, like this is a sick look, right? Because like I know for, as an actually even if I get lean, I'm sick. Like with a pump lighting, look dope. But when I see myself in the morning, I'm like, yo, like it's cool. Like I look like a fit guy. Like I can go for a jog right now and look like. Huh. A Nike athlete, maybe, right? But like, it's not a bodybuilder's look. So like, in my head, bodybuilder looks like a specific way, and I know for a fact, based on the stuff I'm doing currently, I'll probably like get like 10% of that just because natural and shit. But, but yeah, that's why like I don't know if I want to do pro card. I haven't decided that yet. Um, because also like the health aspect, right? Like, it's not the healthiest thing to get that lean. Um, and I don't, yo, I don't think it's, yeah, it's obviously unhealthy, but like, yo, people are doing worse things, bro. For sure. For like, sure, you'll be fine sure. dieting for like 16 yeah. weeks, right? People are doing like hard drugs every weekend and they're like surviving. But yo, I think people are different too. Like I've seen myself too. Even right now, say like I've been cutting for almost six months now, five, six months, right? Yeah. But my low abs still haven't come in. Like for, for me to go through a process where like six months of like, consistent or whatever even though i'd stay consistent year round of like this cardio that just keeps going up abs keep going up everything goes up which is fun because I mean, every time i do it, i feel rewarded like i just did that shit but i'm like yo if i have to go through that process every single time to get just like fucking lower abs because last time technically i was just in position i was like 158 but i had to cut down to 138 to get six pack i wouldn't i wouldn't get the lower abs bro so, so, at, so at your weight right now, you're 170, right? Yeah. I still so you don't probably have, have to go up. down to like 150. Bro, it sounds like it, right? Which is fucked. So I'm like, I don't even know if it's worth it because then I don't have the sick big look that I actually like and prefer, right? And then like, I'm already starting to notice like, I'm already a guy who fucking caps himself like no more after 8 p.m. or like started like early. I'm getting tired at like fucking 5 p.m. now, right? So I'm like, that's not cool because like I want to do other shit. Um, so I'm like, what's the give or take? Where do I want to kind of stop it? Um, even though right now I kind of have a system where like four or five days a week, I just fucking cat caffeine is up the ass. Right. So I just, I'm like wired to like 8 PM, but then I crash. And then like on today, like I slept in, right. I didn't set an alarm. So like, I would just have like these waves four days fucking on. And then two days, maybe like here. 
what do you do? You, you train abs in off season? Yeah, I train abs in off season. That's why my abs are so blocky. I don't know if you pictures, like my abs have come pretty like they're actually massive. I, I didn't expect them to be, but they're like fucking blocky. They're like I'm like, yo, this is pretty cool. So yeah, I do I do a lot of rope crunches and shit hanging like no low, like lower abs. Yeah, so that's where like hanging leg raises I had to be a bit more consistent with. I think if I did that in the off season, it would have been better. Yeah, I'm trying to see your uh, physique right now, but yeah, I gotta. I don't know if my abs are. I gotta train abs too, yo. My abs are alright. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you still have um. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, also, bro, like I think I've uh, talked to. You have like, uh, your abs are like this. Yeah, they're a little. Yeah, they're not like straight. They're, they're straight. Slanted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, so that's what I mean. Like maybe the structure isn't even there for like. A pro, and everyone should know their ceiling, right? So, like, yeah. I don't know if like a, it's a pro level uh, structure even, but who knows? You know what the thing is? Since you're smaller, you could smoke everybody. That is true. That but, is true. but, but if someone has an equal amount of muscle, yeah, compared to you, then they'll like kill you. Yeah, you're pretty narrow too, right? Yeah, but this is this is the thing. If I chase the low abs, if I get like fucking one fifty. Bro, I might lose that fullness in the muscles. Yeah. Right? So it's like, uh, what's the... You, do you feel like you're uh, wide? Like your shoulders are wide? Your clavicle? Not not really, bro. How's your... Do you feel like you have wide lats? Yeah, I have wide lats and a small waist, for sure. Yeah, because from the front, it looks like it. Yeah. From the front, like your physique looks like it, this one. Yeah. So, yeah, no. and bro, and bro, like it's fucking probably body dysmorphia too. You over criticize your own self. Um, so maybe I'm at a point where like this. Back. Yeah, back's pretty good. So this physique right now I have actually has given me confidence that I can probably do decent in like a show, right? Because in my head, the first image that was like the image that I had was the previous fucking show, the 2017, right? Which I was like, yo, fuck that. Like, I don't want to get to that point, right? So. This gives me some confidence too, like the way my physique is going right now. I'm like, oh shit, okay, there's some potential here. Um, so might be a self confidence thing, but I'm working on it. You know? But yo, your your limbs are your limb your limbs are strong though, so like that's a good thing. Yeah. Like your arms are strong, right? So like your yeah, arms, yeah. your arms are a lot bigger than your delts. Yeah. It's not like a bad problem, I I would say. Oh shit. Yeah. For physique though, it's uh you want nice delts, like nice cap delts, I think. That's what, but yeah, I'm hammering the delts right now. I think that's going to be the main uh, bulking season. We fucking just delts. I'm just trying to fucking hammer everything, bro. Yeah. Okay, yo, let's talk about how you got in training, bro. Yeah, yo, I know. Okay. Uh, yo, I grew up playing hockey. So I grew up playing ice hockey. Uh, okay. I played kind of competitively. So I played like literally every single sport, like hockey, soccer, basketball, yeah. cross country, volleyball literally everything i grew up playing everything yeah. uh in high school i'm morally morally what the hell am i saying i mainly i mainly focused on hockey so i played hockey like ball hockey and ice hockey in high yeah. school and then same exact thing i was playing call of duty so instead of runescape i was playing call of duty the original modern warfare 2 world at war so i started playing okay. call of duty in 2008 bro right Holy fuck. So literally where i'm sitting right now so like where i'm sitting right now i literally have my computer set up 
and I used to have like two monitors. So it's pretty messed up. So I used to have headphones on my ears and then I used to have another headphones on like my neck. Cause when you dial in search and destroy, right? Yeah. Like, yo, my buddies would be on Skype. Like they didn't have game chat. So I was like one of those competitive guys. Um, I did that. Right. Um, so I did that played Call of Duty religiously eight hours a day in the summer. I would play for like 10, 12 hours a day and boy, I gained some body fat and, um, I gained some body fat and we had some family event or whatever. And my family was like, yo, you're kind of like, you know, you kind of have like a little bit of a stomach. So I was like, what the fuck? What are they talking about? So I went to like, I don't know if you can see, but this washroom right here. Yeah. And I went and I looked at myself. I'm like, damn, you already did get a little fat. Cause yeah. I would literally sit, but I would literally not eat anything for breakfast or lunch. And then I would come home from school, sit here for six hours and I would have like root beer, not the diet root beer, like two cans of root beer. And I would have like two, three pop tarts and I'll have like cereal. Like my dad was pretty shit. And bro, like zero protein. I think I used to eat like maybe 12 grams of protein a day. But gained a bunch of weight, this and that. And then hockey was kind of it was coming to an end. Then I was like, I want to lose some weight. So I went to the gym with my cousin, Bobby. Uh, he's like my neighbor. And I was like, yo, I'll lose 10 pounds, I'll lose 15 pounds, whatever. So then yeah. I started working out and I lost the weight. And I was like, oh shit, like. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty jacked. And then this was in the summer. This was summertime. So I started working out in May, but I got really serious like mid-June. So when I came back in September, people were like, fuck, bro, like you got huge. I can get big, but you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm the muscle, like your arms. People are like, holy shit, like, bro, you got shredded, you got big. And I was like, oh damn, yo, this feels pretty nice. I was getting compliments from everyone. And my confidence was a lot higher, right? So I just continued and I literally I dropped hockey instantly. So I was kind of like, you know, cause I always wanted to be like a pro athlete, like okay. be a pro hockey player, but yeah. like, you know, I didn't have anyone to push me. I didn't like, I didn't really know. Mm. Did my parents. Right. I was like, oh, I'll 100%. play. Yeah. And then by the time I was like 16, I was like, oh shit, I actually need to be doing this, this, but like people are already almost getting drafted into the NHL. So I was like, yo, that chapter of my life is over. Um, yeah. It's on the gym thing. And then, yeah, I got into the gym. I trained really hard. Um, I completely changed my diet, bro. Completely changed it. Uh, I told you yesterday on the call, this is when yeah. I started arguing with my mom. Because oh, I was yeah. like, I'm not eating roti. And bro, me yeah. and my mom argued every single night for two years, two years straight. And I never ate it. Um, it's I didn't eat it because I just didn't like it. But like back in the okay. day, I used to eat it just to make my mom happy. Okay. Just like any other brown kid, I guess. But for then sure. I was kind of like, oh, I don't really like this. I'm like 17 years old. Like, I'm not going to eat it no more. And then... This is gonna get clipped, and I'll send it to all the brown guys. I'm like, oh, you don't have to eat roti. Just <laughs> yeah, bro. I argue know. with your mom. What? I said, argue with your mom. Just don't eat yeah. roti. Yeah. Bro, like I tell my clients, like I haven't eaten roti in like, ye- bro, I haven't eaten my mom's roti in like, bro, like, so what? I started working on 2015, 20. I think since 2015, I've probably yeah. eaten my mom's roti five, six times. What about like weddings and stuff, like gurdwara or like? Yo, I'll eat a little bit. I always eat at the Godora, but like, okay. not like at home, bro. Okay, no. okay, okay. I can't I remember. I genuinely can't remember the last time I sat down with my parents and had roti. This is probably like 2014, 2015 when I did that. That's crazy. So it's been a what, made you, what made you switch? I know you didn't like it, but you just like with the diet and stuff and gym. Yo, what made me switch is kind of like one same exact thing. So I started to understand like calories and macros. Okay. And I was like, yo, this is horrible for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like this yeah. is horrible for you right yeah, not horrible, yeah, yeah. 
don't clip this, bro, because you have that whole chick <laughs> clip and people are going crazy, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like it's so yeah. Yeah, right. You're having like three, bro. What's like a normal meal? You're having like three rotia with yeah. some like tea, and you're having like dal or gobi. Yeah. Oh, you're, so you're just eating straight carbs, and then carbs. mom's putting like this thick of a block of like butter in there. Yeah. So it's like, and you just yeah. eat that, and you just sit all day, and then you go eat again, and then you go to sleep, right? Yeah. So. And you literally don't even eat like. So I was like, yo. So I stopped eating. I stopped eating that because I was like, well, I want to focus more on my health and just like hitting my calories and macros. So I would have like, well, I'd have like peanut butter sandwiches, which is not even even better, but yeah. it's a little bit better because I was protein. like, oh, peanut butter has high protein, right? Yeah. Uh, but I always used to like go like two hundred grams of fat. Yeah, so that's good. what I did, and then um, bro, I just continued to train, continued to train. This was around 2016, 2017. Um, and then I really got serious into training. 2017 december so matt wow. it's funny how both of our stories come full circle so matt yeah. was one of my good friends at the gym when i worked there at crunch fitness okay and i seen this guy he used to be like a jack like black guy like my age like 18 yeah. years old like, holy yeah. shit guy's jacked and i used to joke around that he's like a fake natty but he's actually natural and but one day i saw this guy he came in with he came into the gym with like medals around his neck right mm -hmm. and i was like what the hell Okay. Metals like in the yeah. gym, like this is, yeah. this is so weird. And then he, he brought like a little trophy, and then I was like, Yo, what is this for? He's like, Oh, like, yo, I won my bodybuilding competition. I'm like, What the hell's that? I'm like, What is that? And then yeah. he was like, Oh, it's this, it's this. You do this, you pose. And I was working my shift at the front desk, so I just okay. went on the computer and I searched it all up. And then I was like, Damn, yo, like, this is actually what like you could do with fitness. And I always had that competitive spirit. Like in me, because I played yeah. like hockey competitively, oh, sports, yeah. like really bad, bro. Like mm. bad to the point, like if I lost, like, bro, I'd be so negative. I told you, I've been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very, I'm, my upbringing has been like extremely negative, right? Through yeah. hockey and like talking shit online through video games. And I played yeah. like all duty competitively as well, like betting yeah. money. So I was like, yo, like if everyone that takes the gym serious does bodybuilding, like I'll just do that. And oh, then yeah. I think. A day later, no, no, that same shift. I just went on Google and I just searched like bodybuilding coach GTA. And like this guy came up, his name is Paul George. And I hired him as my coach like a day later. Wow. I paid him like, bro, I think I paid him like a thousand bucks to start. And I was okay. paying him 110 a month. Right. That's not bad. All the money I had in my account just straight drained it. I just gave it to this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he coached me for my first bodybuilding show from 2017 all yeah. 2017 december all the way to 2018 august so I, that so in that transformation i did a dirty bulk by myself because that was a big thing chris jones used to dirty ball yeah 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 dirty bulk to like 210 211 so i'm like i'll dirty ball too so i dirty bulked and then this guy i sent him my progress pictures and he's like bro like you look like shit bro and he's like yo you have to lose so much weight and i was like oh shit like how much and he's like yo you got to lose at least like 50 pounds yeah so that's when i did my first cut and I went from like 210 to like 156. That's when I competed on stage in 2018. Crazy. 2018 of August. Wild, man. Yeah. And then I started in that time period in June yeah. of 2018. I started working yeah. at Good yeah. Oh, shit. So I graduated. Yo, I gotta... Yo one sec. Fucking okay. vibes. There's a guy at the door. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep this recording. You can keep talking if you want. Keep it recording. Podcast keep it recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wait, yo.
I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. Don't worry, bro. Oh, wait. This guy with his dog, bro. I don't even know if he's going to see this. But this guy with his dog. Vibes. Let's see. But we got some dead air. Hopefully. I don't even know if you guys are watching it this far. But the two, three people that are. Thanks. Let's see what this guy's. There's a guy checking the gas meter, bro. He's like, don't oh. let the dog out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, continue. Well, I was saying, like, during my bodybuilding prep, I started yeah. working at Good Life in 2018, June. So, okay. the quick, long story short, I always wanted to be a police officer. You know, be, yeah. my dream job obviously to be a police officer. Yeah. Well, I found out I was, like, colorblind. Like two, three months before graduating grade 12. So oh, I was like, oh shit, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I quickly switched everything to accounting because all my older cousins like were in accounting. So I did that. Bro, I lit bro, a month and a half in, I switched like four courses, which is literally impossible to do. But I literally told the guidance counselor, I'm bro, I'm colorblind. There's no reason for me to do these courses. So I'm like, quickly switch it. So I switched all of it. I did I did those classes for like two weeks. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, I hate this. So I went back and I switched all my courses again to like be electrician, right? Because I'm like, yo, I don't know how my cousins are doing this. Yeah. Because, so, yo, I needed to, and then I needed to go to college or something. For sure. I'm the youngest sure. in my family. Everyone went to university. Yeah. I couldn't be the dumbass, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Not that you're dumb if you don't go, but there's a high chance. I uh, got you, yeah. So I went to school to be electrician. After like two weeks of college, I'm like, bro. There's no way I'm going to do this, but I can't drop out either. Yeah. So I just continued to go for the next year and a half. I like cheated on a lot of things. I'm like, whatever, who cares? And then I graduated and then they had this sign at Good Life that said hiring trainers. So I was like, yo, whatever. Like my goal. What, is year? Actually, what like, year did you graduate? 20. Um. What year did I graduate? 2018. 2018. Oh, wow. Same year. So my goal is actually not, I wasn't going to work for a year and a half. I was just going to focus on bodybuilding. Because oh, wow. I'm like, oh, this, is, this is so funny. Look, look at how life changes. Because I'm yeah. like, yo, I'll make money later. I'll make money later. Who cares about working? Yeah. So I started working at Good Life because I saw this sign that said hiring trainers. I was like, whatever, yo, I'll just work for a couple of weeks, train people, make some money, whatever. And then I like loved the job. So I worked there and then I competed in my first show in 2018. And then I was like, damn, like, yo, like I'm severely behind everyone. So I'm like, yo, let me take like a lot of time off. And then I kind of stopped. I, I was so focused on work. I didn't really stop. I didn't really track calories or macros. I was training, but it wasn't hard because, bro, you're training all like three, four hours of sleep being a trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got promoted and then I got more invested into work. And then I had some health issues. I stopped training for like eight months and yeah. then I got promoted again. So I got more invested into work, right? Wow. And yeah. I just got back into training. And then COVID happened and then I kind of took a step back because I was working like 70, 80 hours a week. I was like at the mm -hmm. gym class. So COVID happened. I took a step back. I'm like, yo, like I have this money now. I have this, I have that. Like, it's okay. Like, yo, let me focus back on like bodybuilding. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's when, yeah, that's when I hired another coach. Uh, I got serious into training again and um, I planned on like, I, I figured out all these things, like how to quit my job, 
And then that's like 2021. It was when I really got serious. I quit my job. And that's when I started online coaching as well. Mm. Yeah. And then I competed last year too. But I got smoked last year. You got smoked? Last year, I shouldn't have competed. No. Okay. Why did you compete last year? What was the intention? No, I was... um. Yo, I was in like I cool. Like I said, I was gonna do it, right? Mm, but like circumstances changed, like very like things things changed very quick. So for example, yeah. I was working a job, but I was like doing my own business too, like the online coaching. But like, bro, I was working so much. Like I was working 70, 80 hours a week. Yeah. And my whole entire prep for 20, like I think it was what 14 weeks, but I was on three, four hours of sleep. That's fucked. My entire prep, my entire prep, I competed on like three, four hours of sleep, bro. That's crazy. So like my day is, I would work my day job. So I'd work, um, I'd wake up at like eight, I'd work mm. four, and then I'd come home, I'd work on my business from four to nine, and then I'd go train for two hours, so nine to eleven. Then I'd come home, uh, I'd, no, I'd hop in the sauna, this and that. I'd shower at the gym, and then I'd come home. Uh, I'd work on my business for another hour and then I'll do cardio for an hour and a half on this treadmill. Holy shit. So bro, I was sleeping at like 3 a.m. every morning and I was waking up for like 7 30, 8. So I did that my whole entire prep. That's I was crazy. like so invested. I'm like, yo, whatever, like let's just compete. Yeah. Um, bro, that's pretty much it. And the only reason, the only reason I do compete is um, yo, I need some competitive edge. I need something to work towards. For sure. I need something to be competitive. Otherwise, it's not fun for me, right? Yeah. So I think that's the thing that that's the reason why I continue to compete. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to be competing in a long time. A thousand and eighty-three yeah. days. Three years, three, four years, three years. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand and eighty-three days. Yeah, that's the next time I'll compete. But that's fucking sick. Yeah, that's how I got into it. Long so, story. What would you side note here? Um, you know how like you said, okay, you're working your, you're working the good life job. I don't know if it was that job and then online no, coaching. It was, a, it was another job. It was another job. So you're working that job, online coaching, and still prepping for a show. So cardio, training, everything. Someone listening to this from the outside is like, yo, how do you stay like so driven, stay pointed, or like stay motivated to do all those action items, right? Because that's like on paper, that's a lot of things in one day that someone has to be like, nowadays just has to be motivated to do all that, right? So what would... Because, you know, it's hard for people because if people had that kind of drive, they would get really sick results, right? 100%. So what made you be like, I'm just going to do this, 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 and I'm going to consistently do it until I get to this point? You know what's one thing I'll say? Uh, I think one of the best things, I think one of the best things that, like, happened was when I was a shit trainer at Good Life and I was broke. Mm. I think that was really good because... Every, you know, you're programmed, right? 40 hours a week, work 40 hours a week, sure. 40 hours a week, you're programmed. And I used to work 40 hours a week and I sucked at my job. And I was like, okay, like, let me put in 50. And I still sucked at my job. And then I was like, yo, you know what? Like, fuck this. I need to, like, I didn't have any backup plan because I couldn't be a police officer. I couldn't be an electrician because I didn't want to. So I was like, yeah. yo, it's the only thing. Yeah. So I went 110% into fitness and I worked like 80 hours, 85 hours a week. And um, bro, like, I was literally, the position I got, like they told me I had to work seven years minimum to get the experience. And I got that position in two two years. I was like one of the youngest people, like top person in the company, like Good Life. So I was like, 
So I understood like, bro, if you just work hard, like you'll yeah. get whatever you want faster. Obviously there's certain things, right? It's not everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what I also understood is like, whatever you think that you're able to do, there's always 40% more in the tank. Always, always 40% yeah. more in the tank. Like if you get a, if you get like two people that are out of shape, how long yeah. can you run the treadmill? You put two treadmills beside each other. How long can you guys run on the treadmill? They're like, oh shit, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And you tell both of them, okay, the first person that stops running on the treadmill, they're going to die. Well, those guys will run for an hour and a half, two hours. They will continue to run. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. this whole like yeah. limitation on your brain, it's like self-inflicted. It's very self-inflicted because there's always yeah. more. You can do so much more. A really good example of this is like a car, right? A Honda can go like really fast, but they, uh, but they put limiters on the car. Yeah. Uh, they make, whenever they For make sure. the car, I don't know what the, yeah. right? Yeah. But I they put you. limits on the car. So when people soup yeah. up these Hondas, bro, they have like 2000 horsepower. So it's like the same thing with you, right? Like you may think that you can only work 40 hours. You may think that you can only um, go to the gym four times a week and, you know, work 40 hours but like bro you have another 50 percent in the tank right yeah, yeah so when i did all that i competed obviously something had to give something has to give when you're like doing training that much this and that obviously my sleep was giving right i wasn't really talking to many people i was just like constantly work 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 right yeah. so something has to give but bro you have so much more left in the tank and then another big thing is um that was probably one of the biggest things also i learned and then also in like that whole good life phase when i was like a really shit trainer i learned like becoming more stoic too so like just okay. do what you have to do bro yeah worry about your feelings like you know your outcome is gonna always like happen if you put in the work yeah. so that's what i was kind of like yo and also another big thing is like bro when you're so busy you don't have time to think you genuinely have just time think. to think about your yeah. feelings right yeah so like bro 8 a.m i wake up I have to get ready. I have to go to work. I'm at work nine to four, nine to four. I'm coming home, working on my business. Boom, 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 boom. I do my business. I go train from like eight to 1030, eight yeah. to 1030. I hop in the sauna for 20 minutes. I take a shower for 20 minutes. I go into the good life, uh, jump. I go into the good life group fitness studio. I pose for another 30 minutes. I jump back in the shower. And then after that, I drive home. I drive home. I go on this cardio. I do cardio. And I mean, I do cardio and then I hop in the shower again. Or oh, I used to shower like three, four times, like in the span of like eight hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't want your skin to get messed up from like sweating and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like after jumping on this, I'll do like more work or I'll do work for like an hour before. But it's like, yo, when you have all this stuff, like you don't really have time to like think or feel down. Right. Yeah. So like, the thing I would say, like what motivated me is like, I know I had it in me because I already went through that experience. And I was like, yeah. I worked 85 hours then like this yeah. is easy. I'm not even working half of it it's just me working out it's easy yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. so um all the limitations that people have is just like self-inflicted it's not really that's it's not really like true like the average work week I think in the 19 I think in the 1877 the average work week was like 67 hours actually I, I swear to God, I think I've read this somewhere. You're you making that up? No. But, like, people were working a lot, man. People were working a lot of hours. Bro. Nowhere, like, I, yeah, nowhere in, 
worked, yeah, 70 hours or more per week. In the 1800s, many Americans worked 70 hours or more. Holy. Yeah, so like all these things are just like self-limiting beliefs, right? I don't know. So that was kind of like what kind I think of... Obviously, that job that you did wasn't... Uh... It wasn't something you probably wanted to do long term in that moment, in that time when you were doing that nine to four job. I'm guessing. Is that right? Yeah, I was just selling memberships at another gym. Okay, okay. So, like, obviously, that's something you didn't want to do long term, but you knew the online thing and the fitness thing, like the bodybuilding thing, those things were like you wanted to do long term. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it would be, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to play into like a normal person, how a normal person thinks. And you're so a normal all, person. All uh, this, um, like, all this stuff that I like everything I like live now I planned yeah. this in 2018 exactly so I was getting at this I was like okay so you have this like in your mind like this uh whatever you want to call it, like a happy or like a design of the way dream you life. want a life a dream life right and that's in my opinion motivating to work towards which yeah. allows you to check the boxes daily right but most people don't have anything to work to, or they don't plan to work towards anything right so then they don't like they don't they're not gonna go on the cardio machine after you come from the gym right because their yeah, dream yeah. life isn't in their fucking front of their brain all the time but for you yeah. it was so you knew the action steps for that and you consistently kept doing it right so i think the biggest thing is i think the one the biggest thing is people have a very short time horizon right mm. i mean by time horizon is people think in the days yeah. right and it's i think it's proven that like people that are very successful they think in the span of decades decades yeah right um, so the longer you could think ahead, the more successful you're going to be. So when I was in like 2018, I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? I'm like, yo, bodybuild full time. Okay. But you know, I need, like, I need money because yeah. natural bodybuilding, you're not going to do anything, even enhanced bodybuilding. You're not making any money. So I was like, yeah. what am I going to do? And then I saw people doing online coaching and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sick. So I'm like, I'll do online coaching, but this is where a lot of people mess up. I was like, it's arrogant for me to think that I could just quit my job and start online coaching without the skills. Yeah. What I did was I stuck with the company. I became a really good trainer. I was like one of the top three trainers. And then I became an assistant fitness manager. I worked Mm. towards that promotion. I got promoted. I was like the top assistant fitness manager. And then I was like, now I need to understand like how to manage a gym and manage Mm. everything. So then I got promoted. I worked towards the next promotion. I got promoted again. And then I was a fitness manager. So then I learned all three of those types of skills. Yeah. when you learn those three types of skills, you become an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So you're an entrepreneur in the business. Cause I was managing a gym up for good life. So you're yeah, literally yeah. an entrepreneur, but you're just under a brand. Yeah. I was like, yo, I have all the skills and everything to do and I understand everything. So now I just have to shift this onto online. So I developed like all those skills and then I left. Right. And then also another big thing is like I made sure I had like four years of savings, which is not hard if you live with your parents. Right. Yeah, so you yeah, yeah. a lot of time. If you only have like two thousand dollars, like it's not a lot. Um, you a yeah. month is not enough time for you to figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people like preach that, right? Like, yo, just quit, chase your passion, chase the love, but then you start making decisions that are like desperation. If you don't have money in the bank, the decision yeah. is gonna be that nice, man. I've seen it, I've seen it play out. I yo, it's a slip, it's a slippery slope, right? Because some people are like, I need to prepare, I need to prepare, I need to prepare. Yeah. They're yeah. just saying this in their mind, but they're yeah. not actually quitting and taking the next step, yeah. right? So, so I, 
they're preparing too much and then yeah. some people are not preparing enough and they're just quitting yeah it's like yeah. you need a nice balance between i was uh, i was in the middle of that so like uh in 2018 2018, 2018, I was doing my CPA, did my CPA for accounting, did my exam, even 30 months of accounting. That's what you needed for CPA, yeah, right? Yeah. So I did that and I planned in 2018, how long would 30 months take? And it was like until 2020, September or something, right? Because yeah. like the work paid for my CPA or whatever. So in those two years, that's when I started listening to podcasts and like stuff like that. And a lot of podcasts, we're talking about this, how to turn like whatever your dream is or your passion is into like a job. And like, luckily that information that you're just saying right now right they were like make sure you plan ahead in terms of save enough make sure you're able to pay for the next like 16 to 20 months if you you can pay your bills 100 percent, then leave your job that's like the baseline or at least have some sort of vision of what would you want right so in 2018 2019 funny you started planning in 2018 but 2018 was i started planning to leave accounting in 2020 that's when yeah. i started planning that and a lot of these podcasts basically gave me a lot of info like for me, instead of like working at a gym, even though I wanted to do that, just for the accounting community wealth, it was hard to like train at a gym. So I got my CanFit in 2017, actually, CanFit Pro. I didn't, oh, wow. do anything with, I didn't do anything with it. Um, when I did my physique show, I was going to work part-time as a trainer, but good life required like a certain amount of code. Yeah, you need full-time, yeah. Yeah, so I just couldn't. So I just listened to fucking like nutrition, bodybuilding, Mike Isertel, Chris Jones, all these guys. Videos, podcasts, like, three, four hours a day, and then the mindset stuff three, four hours a day while working in eight hours of counting. So eight hours of just fucking stuff in my head, right? That's, um, bro, that's also one thing I forgot to mention too. Like in 2018, bro, I religiously watched like educational videos and this yeah. and that. Like I, yeah. bro, I probably watched over a thousand plus videos on like starting a business, mm -hmm. this, that, like yeah. even more right so, so you need this information you're not going to know this at the 100%. age 18 20 21 right 100%. So like that's one thing like what you got to prepare for how are you going to prepare you need to understand like what's going to happen exactly. and how you break it down right exactly so, yeah that's, no, that's i guess like that info plus the accounting background helped me with the financial side right i was like, okay yo, i need to be organized i had a bunch of fucking excel sheets ready uh yo you gotta you gotta dip three uh, i'm just gonna check yeah but no keep going keep going no, no. So like that, I planned it at 2020, whatever. But my plan in 2020, this I think we've talked about before through like DMs, when I was doing accounting was to work at a good life or like a LA in person. Yeah. And at this time, like I started posting in like 2018, bro. When I did my physique show, that's when I started posting 20, end of 2017, 2018, just straight lifting videos, right? Bicep curls, all that shit. So I'm going to lift, posting, posting, posting. You're a grandpa. And then, and, and, a gra years. and then uh, in, in 2020, uh this is when like i took a route of more like education-based content uh, yeah, took a yeah. bunch of courses things like that and this whole year all i did was even 2019 i started whoever reached out was just giving people like free workout pdfs and like yeah. meal structures things like that so yeah. people in 2020 started getting results from the stuff i gave them in 2019 right and i was like oh shit no i wasn't even coaching them and they started getting results so i started getting some testimonials some feedback things like that and i had saved up enough money and I was like, yo, COVID time, kind of pulled the trigger. So I left accounting in 2020, October. And this time COVID was supposed to be done. Like, you know, the two weeks after. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I was going to work at a good life. I was actually going to go work at Kingsport. And like Eric used to work that there. Was a horrible location. You would have right, got Bro, if you, you know what? This is like, a, this is like a really good like life thing. Like yeah. some of the best things 
in life are the things that don't happen or like some of the worst things yeah. in life are the things that do happen. If you would have worked at King's Point, yeah. you would have had a horrible experience and you would have been like, yo, training is not where it's at. Mm. And you wouldn't have done this. I get, bro, because King's Point is surrounded by Shopper's World, Good Life, and McLaughlin, mm. Good Life. So if yeah. anyone's watching this across the world, he wanted to work at a small gym compared to two massive gyms. But everyone yeah. goes to those two massive gyms. No one goes to the small gym that he used to yeah. work out. Yeah, and I still work out there sometimes. Yeah, it was the lowest. Um, yeah. lowest. But yeah, but yeah. Long story short, COVID happened, so I couldn't work out any gym. Right. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I gotta fuck. I left accounting now. I resigned. So I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so like, obviously, I had money saved up, so I didn't make like des- desperate decisions. Like, oh, yeah. get like a fucking factory job or something. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give myself two years and move back from Guelph. I don't have to pay rent. Move back with parents. That's lucky for if you're brown, like you know, your parents were like, "Oh, stay here till like you're 95. It's okay." Um, so move back, save money on that. Food was ready, laundry was good, everything is good. I'm like, okay, I have this money now, and then started just pumping online. And 2021 was just jokes. Was like, I don't know what I was even doing. I was getting some clients, but I was just taking a bunch of courses. I took like prescript level one, prescript barbell, prescript programming, skill acquisition, primal health coaching, NASM fucking just courses up the ass right put all the money in that and then 2022 that's when like the trying to get jacked uh whatever online coaching started to pick up finally right so mm-hmm. yeah no 100 have a plan and then make sure you like have some sort of cushion because yeah, i feel like the cushion made me make such better decisions like i was in like oh yeah man, i need to make money i need to do this right yeah. uh, obviously you want to make more money but it wasn't coming out of desperation you can make smarter decisions things that actually help you instead of take away your energy right so yeah and the thing with oh i think the biggest thing with like running running a business is like there's only two outcomes either you're successful or either you quit yeah that is true so it's like it's just a matter of time all you need to do is you just need to take action you need to take three steps of action and then take one step back and just like self-reflect the three steps of action that i take did they work what did i learn from that and then you just literally keep rinsing and repeating that over and over over and over right yeah yeah and bro like i think one of the biggest like this sounds kind of it's kind of fluffy um but whatever you think about whatever you focus on it becomes reality 100 percent. It, it literally might take long might take like you said time horizon thing might take yeah. a decade but it will 100 percent happen because this thought of like what i'm doing currently at this moment i've had in like 2018 when i was listening to a podcast it's- right you'd still but like People think about, oh, man, this is happening here. This is happening here. The economy is like this. It's a recession. Like, yes, maybe it is. I think it is actually there's a recession going on. But whatever. Like, if you focus on that. If you, yeah, exactly. If you focus on that, you're not going to make good decisions and actions daily. If you focus on, yo, I want to get here. I want to get to this dream life. I want to fucking drive this. I want to live in this house. Bro, you're going to be driven much nicely. Like, it's going to be, yo, actually, my sleep is way better. The focus on shit you want, right? Oh, I think that, yo, I think the biggest thing is like, you know what, um, you know what kind of proved to me as well? Like, you know, growing up, what do you hear, right? Your parents are like, yo, make sure you work hard, make sure you work hard, make sure you work hard, this and that. Right. And then in 2018, when I like truly worked hard, I'm not saying I'm the hardest worker, obviously there's people working 30, 40 times harder than me. But when I did work hard, I saw like results right away, like getting promoted, not right away, but like within eight, nine months. So I was like, damn yo like this actually proves that theory right so it's like here's the thing like i've never seen or i've never met anyone that works hard 
critically thinks about what they're going to do and what they did and make adjustments moving forward yeah. that hasn't achieved their goal. It's literally impossible, bro. Literally impossible. Like, I'm not saying it may happen in a month or it may not happen in like three, four months or a yeah. year, but eventually it will happen. Yeah. It's, it's just not, it's not possible, right? Yeah. And if someone says yeah. that, like, if someone says like, oh, I worked hard and I didn't achieve their goal, like, they didn't work yeah. hard. There's no way around it. I don't see that possible. Yeah. Like, I don't see someone being like, yo, I was trying 120% to lose weight, but I didn't yeah. lose weight. Yeah. Wow. I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I think well, like, you just got to double down sometimes and just put in more time and effort. Yeah. And, and bro, like, I think you can almost reframe this thing so I've gotten better at is even viewing things as like hard or high effort, right? Like, yes, certain things are hard effort, whatever. But like, say, for example, you were mentioning when you were the prep thing, you were fucking work and then online business stuff and then gym and then sauna and then cardio, right? Oh. Outside looking in, that's hard. But you have this thing in your mind that you want to achieve. In the moment, it might be actually tough too. But uh, oh. you have this thing you want to achieve that makes those actions a little bit easier. I don't know if you agree with that, but like it makes it almost like not as tough as people sometimes make it out to be. Just because you know this is this step is taking you here where you actually want to go. And then it's just like a path to it. So it's not as like, oh, fuck, this is a grind. It's more like, you know, these are things that get me to this point. Yeah. Outside looking in, it might look like, oh, my God, working so hard. And it was hard work. Don't worry. I'm not I'm not neglecting the hard work. I'm just I'm just making it. Some people view the hard work and get intimidated, and they shut down. Yeah. Right? Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah. you have to think, you have to think long term in terms of your exactly. goals. Exactly. But your actions can only be based on right now, because exactly. right now is the only thing that exists. 100%. The future doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. The past yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So there's no need to think about tomorrow. Yeah. Next day, the next week, the next thing, because only today exactly. exists. Not even it's today. A, it doesn't even exist. Five o'clock yeah. doesn't even exist yet, right? Yeah. Only like three twelve exists. So like, yeah. actions need to be based yeah. on like what today is. So don't yeah. get caught up. Like, Ronit has a ten year plan. I have a ten year plan. Ronit has no. We've talked to each other behind closed doors. So we're like, yo, yeah. what the fuck are we gonna do in six months from now? What the fuck? Are we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not yeah. focused on that. We're just waking up. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. These are the checklists. These are the actions that are going to move the needle forward. Yeah. Right. These are the actions that are going to give me the most bang for my buck in terms of my effort. Okay. Let's do that. That's it. That's all you can do. It's so a, a motivation. It's a, it's, like, you don't have to think long term. It's a weird paradox, though. So, no, I think I'm, I'm a yeah, 100%. That. It is. It is a paradox. It's, so, like, you in your head, and like, I don't know, I almost feel this. Like, there's an image in my head, and like, that is long term, but then also staying present at the same time. So you have this thing in your head that you're looking forward to constantly, in a way. But at the same time, you're also like you're here. You're just like, Yo, let me just focus on what's at hand. But that focus on hand, hopefully in your head at least, those actions lead to whatever your dream outcome is. Yeah. Right. So it's like a con. You have to stay present, but you have to also have this thing you're working towards. Or it's like, Yo, what are you working towards? Yeah. You know? It's a weird paradox. You know what's even more messed up? You don't yeah. actually want to achieve your dream outcome. Maybe not. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, I mean, it's messed up because, like, once you achieve it, it's over. Yeah. There's nothing but to that's, do. But that's why you keep, like, say, for example, like, you know, don't just think a decade ahead. Think, like, 10 decades ahead. Right? Like, you can think, like, maybe it's like, fuck it, man. Like, the first decade, I want to achieve this. But then maybe, like, 
the third decade I want to achieve this, fourth decade I want to achieve this, and like you constantly have like levels to it. Like think about Elon Musk, bro. This guy has this fucking thing of Mars. He wants to take yeah. the humanity to. Bro, he's never gonna stop working until he just dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like having some shit like that, where he's constantly taking action, consistently doing everything. Um, I actually just got his book. I got inspired by Harmon, but, <laughs> but like he's doing the daily shit, but he has this crazy fucking vision that yeah. constantly drives him to stay present, which sounds so weird, but I think that's pretty much the game. Yeah, I think I I agree, yeah. I agree with that. But I think it's really, and yo, kind of another thing, kind of off topic is like yo, you got to be careful with like who you're around as well. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, it's not off topic. It's but yo, like if you have a dream outcome you can't have certain people in there yeah yeah, yeah. so you got to be careful with like who you're around and like who you talk to and who you invest because my my friends at the time bro when i started working at good life i love yeah. these guys to death bro i love yeah. these guys i haven't talked to them in years right uh we're oh, so cool, so cordial yeah i yeah. see them i'll fucking give them a hug but like bro yeah. you know they just had a different life path bro you know they yeah. wanted to do this and that and i had to figure out my life right so i think that's a big thing as well because people they get caught up with like old friendships that they grew up with people. Yeah. But if your life path is so different, like yeah. that's going to like affect you in a hard way as well. Right. Yeah. So a really good example of this when I, I spoke, Ronan, when do we, so me and Ronan, we met in 2018, right? 2018, yeah. Make moves. Yeah. 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 No, no. Before 2019, that, 2019. No, no, we met in 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah, at yeah. the gym, at good life. With yeah, yeah. So I was training a yeah. client and Ronan's like, Hey, bro, um, I saw your post, you know, congrats on the show. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. And then literally I didn't talk to this guy at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it, right? That's all, yeah, I, that's I was it. walking with my client and you just walked with uh, Sue Rich. Yeah. And I think we met in 2019. We talked about, Yeah. we talked briefly about like make moves or whatever, that shoot. Yeah, we were at that shoot, sing shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then after I didn't talk to this guy at all. And yeah. then we spoke through DMs in 2020. 2020. And you want to be a trainer. This goes back yeah. when Ronan wants to be a trainer at Good Life. I yeah. was talking and I was trying to hire him as a trainer. I, mean, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. That didn't work. I was, down, I was down too, but like I had to get my CPA where I had to pay my company back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that didn't work out. But me and Ronan, we started, we talked in December, November last year. Yeah. 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 Right. So it's all in all, like when I spoke to Ronan, I was like, oh, damn. Like, you know, this guy's, damn, he has like similar goals. I have similar goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. So I was like, "Yo, okay, I can continue talking to this guy." If Ronan was, yeah. if I was a crackhead, or Ronan was a crackhead, I'll be like, "Yo, yeah, our goals don't really align, bro. Like I'm busy, you know, this and that." Yeah, so I think yeah, it's yeah. really important because that stuff like indirectly pushes you. Hundred percent, bro. Indirectly. Yeah. And then oh, you also get influenced by them as well, right? Bro, so, it's like the fucking most basic content all these successful people talk about, like who you surround with, who you surround yourself with. Your environment and actually that's a big uh reason why i got into the podcast books and reading and all that shit because bro like I, I was and i was complete i've always been an isolated person bro like i've always been isolated yeah. right so like i've always been like like even when i was doing the accounting thing it was just like bro my accounting like i had five old ladies we used to talk about the weather like at lunchtime and there was be that's it was a conversation so like nine hours of my day was like that right and then I would go home in Guelph and I used to live in a room. Like, I didn't have a house. There's a room that I yeah. rented, right? So yeah. it was just me in the room in Guelph where it was already dead, right? So I would do accounting and then I would go to the gym. At that point, I didn't know many people, but I slowly, slowly made friends. Like, 
over in Guelph, but like it was literally just that. And when I commuted, it was even worse. It was like hour drive in the morning, then it was work, not talk basically anybody, and then one hour, cardio gym whatever, and then drive back right, and then go to sleep. So it was like isolated, but constantly there's shit in my ears like Jay Shetty, Joe Rogan, Andy Purcell, like David Goggins, the Stay Sorry. Hard book, not Stay Hard, whatever the other one, <laughs> Stay Hard. I think that's the underwear. No, uh, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. Yeah, yeah, that, that book. bro. I see. I read yeah. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, uh, yeah, that was that was the main environment. I was like, that was my environment, and that's why I still keep like the books and shit. I almost treat it as an environment, so that my my focus is always in the right direction. Yeah, right? that stuff is tricky, bro. Cause you could find someone. Yeah. You could like you could listen to them so much, and they could influence your life so heavily. Oh yeah. Or you could find the wrong person. 100%. They can influence your life very heavily, right? So it's like, yeah. it's re- you got to be really careful. Like, uh, it's yeah. not easy. Like, I, me and Ronnie, we're learning all this after. I mean, we realized this after years of listening to all this stuff, right? Um, yeah. You got to be careful because, like, yeah. yeah. Like, back in the day, I'm sure Ronnie probably thought, and I, I definitely thought, like, yo, you can't really be a trainer and, like, make money. Or, like, yeah, live. For sure. 100%. Right? Because it's like the people yeah. around me in my circle were telling me that. But I was like, yo, these guys don't really know what they're saying. So I just used to ignore them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be careful, like, who's talking in your ear and the people around you as well, right? 100%. That's where the limiting beliefs begin, right? Exactly. the people around you, yeah. Most people don't have – everyone has confidence issues because the shit you see around you, you know? Confidence issues because the people – what's that one more time? Most people are not confident to do certain actions, certain things, because they have not seen people around – them take taking actions right so see your family member have never done anything you'd be like i probably can't do that either it's not i'm not special right yeah. but if you see you people know, around you doing it they're like oh shit yo it's possible bro i told um harman this story i learned this in uh 2018 okay. so they're um a four minute do you know what a like a four minute mile is like in running yeah 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 so i don't know the exact details of the story but yeah the four-minute mile used to be impossible. So okay. all these scientists and everything, they used to look at this and they used to be like, bro, you cannot run, a human cannot run a four-minute mile. Your fucking heart's going to explode like this and that. You would literally die. Mm. Like everyone was saying this, like, yo, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. This, yeah. that, you can't do it. Yeah. What happened is one guy, I forgot his name. I heard this story a long time ago, but I still remember it vividly to this day. Yeah. So one guy, he ran the four-minute mile. Okay. Right. And that same year, another sixteen hundred people ran the fourteen a four minute mile, because that one person filled that belief and everyone that it's like possible. You get what I mean? I got you. I got you. So it's it's like fucking wild. So like, if you don't, I don't know. Obviously, like the details are may not be exact because I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, but bro, that one person instilled that belief. Yeah. Into you know all these other people. So for example, when, you know, I, oh my, I fucking hate when people are like, oh, I'm brown. I have bad genetics. Yeah. How? How do you I have bad genetics? It. You haven't even worked that. out, yeah. right? And then they'll see like Ronit and they'll be like, oh, wow, like this guy is, you know, pretty yeah. jacked. Shit. Yeah. So same exact thing. They start training harder, right? Because you instilled that belief in them. 100%. Yeah. But if you don't have those people around you in your circle, yeah, and your your beliefs are very limited, right yeah man yo so you you know what's funny bro like you always uh when we talk like offline and like the zoom calls and shit like i don't talk a lot about mindset 
yeah no no or like yeah yeah like you actually like believe a lot in all these things which align exactly what i think too right thoughts create things you have to plan ahead yeah. and you have to stay present like that's basically the game right yeah and like you believe in all that shit too so it's cool i, I believe in a lot of that stuff but like this I, I i i exactly let me know if i'm wrong here i'm assuming right but i think where you sometimes and i can actually relate to it where sometimes when people do too much just the positivity movement where you just all oh, feel nice relax read a book drink coffee and just relax all the time and let things come to you let things flow right that's a little bit where people don't take any action expect things to happen that's a little bit where like okay yo, yo come on you have to plan ahead you have to make an action list and stick to it constantly um because sometimes people overkill and like this is where the whole idea of too if you listen to the long person and you really go into all that, you might not get any results, right? Yeah. So, like, that's where I do understand, like, sometimes it can get too extreme. But I think there's a good balance where that part does play a big role. And people can benefit I, from it. Yeah. Here's the thing, yo. I think, um, like, I know people that, like, you know, they do affirmations in the morning and yeah. this and that. Whatever. I don't believe in that stuff, right? Cool, yeah. But, like, they don't take action every single day, right? Yeah. So, like... I think there's a couple of different things. I think people are mo- motivated by like positive things for sure. and like, people are motivated by like fear. Right. Yeah, and bro, sure. I'm heavily, 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 heavily motivated by fear and like stress. Mm-hmm. I got you. So I always put myself in that constant state of stress okay. and fear because that's what drives me. Right. Okay. And like, go everyone, every single like video I've watched about anyone successful, this or that, yeah. all motivated by fear. Mm. what happens is when someone's too positive what happens mm. what happens right you, you have your family around you you got five yeah. six compliments before going to the gym right yeah. bank yeah. account's huge yeah. right life's good yeah. what happens comfortability yeah. right Comfort, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like for me yeah. even though like life's awesome this and that like i don't put myself in this phase i just always put myself in a fear of like i always put myself in a state of like fear and stress because yo that's but, what makes the needle. but you do that voluntarily right I do that 100% on purpose. Yeah. yeah. So that's the beauty. Cool, like, you've you curated it. You've designed yeah. it in that fashion. Because when I was when I was scared yeah. and I was stressed in 2018, I was like a shitty broke trainer. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, I have to start doing yeah. things. 100%. Right? If everything yeah. came easy, then I would have been like, yo, what's the point? Mm. So I, yeah, think, this, yeah. I think people become too positive. Yeah. And they don't really do a lot and they just say a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, people that are like in fear, they always achieve the most, bro. Like, look, mm. yo, look at your parents. They're in fear mm. that they wouldn't be able to survive in Canada. Same thing with my parents. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Achieve the world, right? Yeah, yeah. But people that grew up here, yeah, they're born here, first generation. They're working in factories with like my mom or like my aunts and uncles. How is that possible? How does that make sense? Because yo, they were they grew up in a phase of like their mindset was kind of like comfortable, positive. Yeah, you know, this and that. Whereas a lot of immigrant parents are like, no, yo, more, 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 more. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if my kid needs this? What if my kid needs that? Right? They're in that constant fear. So I think fear is, yeah. I think it's good, yo. I think it drives everything. It pushes um, the needle yeah. forward. Like when someone's overly positive, I'm not really, I'm like, yo, bro, like every positive person I know that's very, very positive, extremely positive, they haven't yeah. done shit in their life, bro. Haven't done anything. I'm pretty positive, bro. Come on. Yo, you're positive. Yeah. Yo, yo, you're not you're not that positive. Like you're in the middle. 
like you understand like you have to do stuff yeah yo i would say though like one part i have changed over time like before too i was uh because i used to say andy Priscilla a lot and i still do i love that guy um i was driven by this he talks about the exact same thing you're talking about be driven by like fear and anxiety and that takes you as far as you possibly actually want to go 100%. right um but the way i've changed a little bit and again this is me maybe fucking around with the recipe that actually works right i'm just playing around with this see what happens right is going in the middle line where i have this positive image in my head that i want to achieve and work towards so that every time i feel the sense of like fear or anxiousness i kind of bring that happy or like the gratefulness into my body right what i have in the future that i want to achieve and that kind of keeps me a bit more calm and i don't feel the fear or anxiety but it still allows me to take the daily action if that makes you know, sense you know what's really interesting bro i know that 100% makes sense that yeah, yeah, yeah. totally makes sense bro yeah. 100% i i agree with that i agree with that yeah yeah okay what i'm saying is you know it's interesting when we look at like emotions right yeah let's say like all human emotions extremely 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 down extremely yeah. extremely happy right yeah yeah and this is the middle yeah people always do things to be on this side for sure the emotions for right sure. yeah, as soon yeah, as yeah. as soon as you get to a little bit of this side yeah. they instantly shut it down and they push it away 100%. right but yeah. it's like yo you're meant to experience the full scale of For all sure. human emotions, right? Human experience. And, so yeah. I, and I think like, this kind of goes back into being a little bit more stoic. Like yeah, a lot of the times when people don't achieve things, as soon yeah. as they kind of cross into this path, they get uncomfortable or mm. anxiety comes or stress comes. What do they do? They quickly shut everything down and they go back yeah. to this. I got right? you. You know patterns. You've read Atomic Habits. For once sure. you see that pattern once, what's yeah. going to happen? The second time it's easier. The third time, 100%. the fourth time, the fifth time, it's easier and easier and easier. And then yeah. people, without even knowing it, without even knowing it, bro, yeah, can't even do it. They literally, they they're 20 years in and they're, they will never achieve their goal because they've like yeah. just made this habit of giving up or quitting, right? Yeah. So I tell everyone, I'm like, yo, if you don't feel like going to the gym, yo, you have to go to the gym, no matter what. Yeah. Genuinely, yeah. like you have to go to the gym, no yeah. matter you could have the worst yeah. day. If this happens, that happens. You have to go to the gym because yeah. as soon as you allow yourself this much space, have you heard of the thing? Like give them, uh, give them an inch and they'll take a foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like you do that to yourself. Yeah, what happens? Do. Oh, I'll have a little bit of pizza. Sure. Yeah. Six minutes later, you had fucking five slices, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think you have to hold yourself to a really high standard and get comfortable experiencing these emotions because bro, yeah. after 18, after 18, uh, before 18, happiness and stress. After 18, <laughs> literally like this, bro. You have nothing but problems and stress. And bro, like, I think this is something where I've, again, I think it goes back to the other thing I was saying. I've been getting better at and like, actually, I think, slowly, slowly figuring out where, like, you can almost reframe these things that we think are bad. Like, these problems, the stress, the anxiety, all that stuff. You can almost reframe it in a way where it doesn't have to be a bad thing. No. Like, I think it's a great thing that drives into whatever you want. Like, even if, if you just make that little switch, right, people can be like, oh, shit, okay, yo, like, this is, like, totally normal. And, like, it's actually taking me towards the happy place that I actually want to go to. And this is the part of the game. And when you do that, the thing just goes away. Like, you don't actually feel the crazy, anxious fearness. At least yeah. that's what it, it's such a weird, but if you just reframe it, I think people have this negative association. Exactly. Like, this is bad. Why the fuck is it bad? It's great. Oh, well, yeah. Bro, the best thing, ev literally everything I've done in my life yeah. 
yeah. competing, this and that is all done through negative stuff. So like stress and yeah. fear and anxiety and this and that. It doesn't have to be negative. No, no, I'm just saying like what Yeah, I know what you mean. Quote unquote deem negative. Conventional, conventional right? negative. Yeah, like bro, yeah. I bro, I think that's the best thing in the world, right? That's great. Yeah. Like oh when when I was working, when I used to work so much, yeah. my parents not once, bro, not once did my parents say like, yo, you're working too hard. You need to take a break. No. Because oh, they went through that themselves. They and they it. like, yo, this shit is actually good. This stress, this and that is good. Because yo, you actually find out what you can do, right? So it's like, I think people need to get more comfortable in living in that state. And if you live too much in this state, yo, yeah. a bad day is going to happen, bro. A bad day is going to happen. You know, you're going to wake For up sure. like, you're gonna wake up one day and your your mom's gonna be gone. This is gonna that's yeah. gonna happen. This and that. For so sure. like, oh, that day is coming, right? 100%. So obviously, there's no way in hell you could prepare for that. You can't. But what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is, you need to be comfortable living in like this state more often. Yeah. Because so oh, you're gonna you're gonna wake up at 32, right? Your kid's gonna have issues. You're behind on payments, right? You're about yeah. to get fired from your job. Your wife yeah. is you're having issues with your wife. This and that. Yeah. If you lived in your life of if you lived on this side so much, well, how can yeah. you deal with it? How can you be in a, a working, how can you be an efficient adult learning how exactly. to manage things? And if you look at like, if you look at everyone that's successful, bro, their stress tolerance is through the roof, bro. The, the roof, amount of stress yeah. they can manage is insane. The yeah. amount of pressure they can manage is insane. Yeah. Like, what, this, what, yeah. what's yeah. one thing you watch, bro? You, you watch basketball. LeBron yeah. in 16. Crazy. Down 3-1, bro. Everyone's shitting on him. You're the worst. Yeah. You're this. Yeah. You're not as great yeah. as this. You're not as good as that. Bro, the yeah. world's going to collapse in front of you. But you're 100%. just like, okay, whatever. I'm going to do what I'm going to yeah. do. Right? Yeah. Well, the average person will have a mental breakdown because 100%. they're always in this state. But LeBron going through his hard thing, he slowly yeah. built up his stress tolerance and he got yeah. more and more comfortable living on this side of the world. So. Yeah. I don't know. A lot what, of mindset shit would be uh, what, what, what would you, yeah, what, what would you say? So, you good? You good? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good on time, bro. I, what yeah, what would you, what would you say, uh, this is, this is really good, man. I like, I like where this is going. Like, um, you're not viewing it as a negative thing, even though it's a conventionally negative thing. It's actually great if you want to move forward in life. But again, you can actually, the way I've kind of switched that, I even stopped calling it negative. I call it more like pleasure, right? Like, it was fucking, like, it's cool. It's taking me to where is all the pleasure in the world, right? Or you can be like, or you're going towards pain. Most people are constantly focusing on the painful shit, right? But you can have the painful shit drive you towards the pleasure stuff. So if you have the pleasure in the front of your car or your vision board or whatever you want to have, you're constantly like, oh, shit, yo, this is actually a pretty sick ride. It's just the bumpy ride sometimes, right? It makes everything mad easy. But what would you say to somebody trying to improve their stress tolerance? What can they start doing to improve their stress tolerance? I don't know. Cold showers are what? a big thing. What? Say like somebody wants to start building the st stress tolerance, right? Build capacity to yeah. take on a bit more stress and not like react to it. We're right. like constantly in like this state. Oh, I can't do anything and just fall down. What could people start doing to build that stress tolerance? No, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> I think you. Saw, I, I think you need some sort of negativity in your life, right? To kind of build okay. it i don't think you can interesting I, I don't think you build it like by yourself you know but like you voluntarily create some of the negativity though right no yeah like i would say like bro some of the biggest things i would say increasing stress tolerance bro like whatever you're doing how much ever you're working 
add another 20 hours of work a week, right? Yeah. Okay. If you're going, uh, I don't know, if you're going to the gym three times yeah. a week, go yeah. six times, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need, because a lot of these people, what do you hear? What do you hear? Oh, I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't. Bro, I, I talk to people, I can't go to the gym. Yeah. But you work 40 hours, bro. Yeah. And out of those 40 hours, you actually work 29 hours because the other 11 mm-hmm. hours, you're messing around at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people that work from home, bro, how much work do they do from home? How much How much genuine work do they do at home? Maybe what? First hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, you have the time, right? But people are always yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And you know, I think you need, I think you need periods. I think you need periods of where you just kind of, you, do you know what like monk mode is? Yeah, you don't do anything. Monk mode is like, bro, when you have like your goal and you have like blinders on and you're just so hyper-focused on your goal, like you mm. don't, bro. like you genuinely mm. like, like, bro, I was like, to put things in perspective, like when I worked at Good Life, bro, my fucking friends literally instantly stopped talking to my friends, stopped getting invited out, this and that. Yeah. Yeah. This was going bad. This was going bad. I'm at yeah. fucking work. Bro, I used to work 80 hours a week. And bro, my paycheck in one month was $300, bro. $300, bro. I worked more hours per, bro. I think I, how much is that? 300, bro. I worked 320 hours and I made 300 bucks. I was getting paid That's less fucked. than a dollar an hour, bro. That's fucked. So it's like, yo, you need kind of like this yeah. negativity where like the world around you is kind of collapsing. Yeah. And then once you make it through and you survive, you're like, oh, damn, yo, like that shit was actually really good. So like when people compete in bodybuilding, right? What do yeah. they always say? Yo, that prep was life changing. That Crazy. prep was so much. Cause yo, they understand like, they're like, oh my God, like dieting so hard. How can I do it? But then yeah. they go through like the prep and they're like, in the moment, it's kind of really shit, right? You're so yeah. much on the side where it's like uncomfortable, right? Yeah. You feel like having these cravings, this and that. But then you make it to the end, you're like, yo, that's not bad, yo. That's not bad. Yeah. It was actually yeah. So I don't know, man. I think, I think I it's hard, yo. It's hard because people yeah. that have had a very good life, like, yo, they have everything they wanted. Their parents are super successful. They have good relationships. Yo, that's awesome. But what happens with, what happens with these people that are like in billionaire families they mm. always don't do shit it's because yeah. they don't have like negativity in their life they don't have anything to kind of like push them you know what i mean interesting i know what you mean yeah or i don't think like you could increase that stress tolerance i think i think you can like yeah i think it's kind of just like stuff that happens to you and some of the worst things are some of the best things yeah man oh there's people i know i know a couple guys they got like they got their girl like pregnant at 20 21 and bro, yeah. as soon as they had their kid, instantaneously, bro, their whole personality changed. They yeah. stopped messing around. They became a really good father, this and that. So yeah. their stress tolerance just had to increase. It was just yeah. a part of it. I think it's more so the environment you put yourself in. That's For what sure. I I think it's an yeah. environment you put yourself in and yeah. people you surround yourself with. I think if you yeah. surround yourself with people that live a very hedonistic, you know what hedonistic is? No, I'm not sure. They're always chasing pleasure. Okay. Chasing constant pleasure. Like, let's play video games. That's fun. I yeah, feel yeah, yeah. fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's do this. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. drink. Let's go have a good time. That's fun. Right? Like, people yeah. that are always chasing that, you're always kind of looking for that next, like, dopamine spike. Right? 100%. Yeah. It's kind of like hard. Whereas, like, or if you surround yourself with people that are, like, in really good shape, they're amazing people, amazing fathers, this and that, like, yo, you're bound to be. Yeah. So, I don't know. What would, what would you say? I don't know if I didn't really answer your question. 
No, it was it was good. Like so, I think uh, you can put it in like. Harmon's gonna love we talk about dopamine if he watches it, but is uh, I think if people have some sort of like plan, like you know how you were saying you had the 2018, you knew where you're gonna be now, kind of, kind of, right? Me too, some sort of plan. That plan can accelerate the stress tolerance because they will have certain actions they'll have to take to get to that plan, right? So having some sort of like plan design in a sense, like what kind of people do I want to be around? What kind of person do I want to be? Like, no, I don't think people even take the time to critically think like, yeah. what do they actually want? Like, fuck, what do you, what do you want, man? Like, what do you, what do you like? You know what, you know what's, um, I think I just got the answer, bro. Sorry to cut you off. Okay. No, always, always. I would say the way to increase your stress tolerance yeah. is to a hundred percent take on more than you know you could do. That's what yeah. I'll say. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like every, Every couple of months, I add more work to my, more work to my plate. I don't know if I'm be able to do it, but I yeah. want to put myself in that stress, that state yeah, of stress, yeah. right? Because I know, like, I know my stress tolerance needs to increase. It may be high, but it needs to increase a lot more. Like, life's gonna get sure. even worse and harder, right? Yeah. So, like, worse as in like, more stress. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I think whatever you're doing, you yeah. should add more to your plate. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. Believe that. That, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like to, I think everyone might have a different definition. For so sure. I think everything. Yeah. If you're working a job and you're working yeah. another job, but you don't work out, you yeah. don't have a lot of time. Go For start. Sure. Go start working 100%. out. Right. hundred percent. You're working out a lot. You're running a business. Yeah. And, you know, you're really busy. Fucking go yeah. start. Reading books. Mm-hmm. Just add yeah. things to your, add things to your plate where it's like, yeah. you're in a, you're in a state of kind of like stress and like, weariness like throughout the day and then first couple of days you might fail at it but that's okay whatever right yeah. but then later on you'll start to understand like yo it's not that big of a deal i could just knock this out do you do you think sometimes when you do that you don't get a chance to actually see if like the show you're doing is working or do you have like systems or like uh I things in place where, okay i i think i told you i have a day where like once a once a month bro yeah. i'll literally say call of duty for like 10 12 hours so I'll just okay think. okay Okay, just okay, think okay. about everything okay. just think about this that relationships yeah. work yeah. business and training and this now literally okay. just think. or in the or I, t- I think i told you that uh harman this like well, i don't listen yeah. to music outside of the gym so when yeah, i'm driving yeah. I'm thinking i'm reflecting yeah, yeah. okay 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 and i'm kind of planning everything what about when you drive uber you still reflect no, yo, then in like when the person in the back, I got to entertain him. I got to get five stars, right? I got you, got you, got you. Then I'm not really thinking a lot. I'm focused more on like entertaining. Yeah. This is this is interesting, right? Because like I've, uh, I have have different perspective on this. Like instead of um, adding more and more, I almost try to think about how can I do a little bit things that have more return over time. So like instead of doing more and more things in the list, like what 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 things can I like take out? Right, but go all in on other things that are getting more ROI, and then do those things. Maybe I'm sure you're doing the same thing. Maybe I'm just wording it differently. Um, but like instead of adding more, I try to eliminate certain things and only do the things that matter. A bit better every single like three, four, five months after I see some sort of data points. Um, instead of because like I, honestly, bro, like my biggest my priorities like will be family and like relationships. I'm not in a relationship right now, but I like to get in one. Right. Uh, uh, but that's something where I make time for, even if I'm not in a relationship. So like that's what like after 7 8 p.m. Because my previous relationship, like I was one of the things where like 
after like 8 p.m., be like, yo, I'm not, I can't talk, I'm tired, right? Like, I want to do my shit and I'll go to sleep. But like, so I'm making time for it, like, consciously, because I know that's part of my, like, design of my life. I want to focus on it, right? So that almost makes me do lesser work because I want to make time for that thing, right? But I make sure the time I do work, whatever time that is, those things matter the most that bring me the most ROI long-term. Like a podcast, for example, that we're doing right now, I see an ROI on this in like 10 years, right? I'm sure you do too, maybe. But like, this matters, right? So that, that means it's on the list for today. Um, yeah. The thing with ROI, yo, I think um, for us, we're very conditioned in a decade time span. For sure. I think a lot of people, ROI is a month, month and a half, two months. For sure, for sure. I got you. Know you. Yeah, yeah. There's um, um, uh, Alex Ramosi. He talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of people that made so people that started a podcast, right? Yeah. He was saying something like crazy, bro. Something crazy, like I think ninety percent of the people made yeah. one episode, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a certain number. It was like six. It was like sixty, seventy percent okay. only made it to three episodes. Wow. And he was like the people that made it to twenty-two um, episodes was less than like two, three percent. No fucking way. So the draw, I don't know those numbers. I don't know the exact. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's the pattern. like that. It's something yeah, yeah. like where the first episode yeah. and the third episode, there's like a 30% drop off. And the drop off from like 30% to uh, three episodes to 22 is like over like 60% drop off. Right. So the thing with like ROI is like, you're, you're not going to see, you're not going to see like things right away because there's so much. You're not going to see change right away because there's so much things behind the scenes, right? For example, when I was a trainer, bro, I had to do 200 consultations plus to get yeah. one, one client. That's fucking sick. Horrible, bro. Horrible. Yeah, I know. I know. It's That's wild. like, bro, a consultation is 45 minutes to an hour. That's horrible, wow. bro. But, First, what happens, yeah. but what happens, yo? Number one, you have to understand like body language, right? Yeah. How do you want to be presentable? This and that. When you're talking to someone, you want to talk with your hands, right? Yeah. right you want to be positive you want to do this you want to do that when you're explaining yeah. an exercise you want yeah. to say one thing when you're doing this make sure your chest is up you don't want to say chest up back straight knees ankles this you're overwhelming the person that's another yeah. thing another thing you have to understand is tonality right yeah if i say if i say i didn't kick the dog compared yeah. to i didn't kick the dog that means yeah. first one is like i didn't do it maybe somebody else did it and the second one is like I didn't kick the dog. Maybe it's like I fucking punched the dog. Mm. Right? So you have to understand like tonality. Right? I got you. Another got skill you. you have to understand is um, like showing the person the benefits of this. Mm. You have to understand that skill. Right. Another yeah. skill for some people is like, yo, showing up late. I'm um, showing up early. That's yeah. another, another yeah. skill is showing up presentable. Right. Another yeah. skill is like being professional. So it's yeah. all little like micro skills that you have to develop. Yeah. Before like you could actually see somewhat of success 100 certain people they can't even identify those skills micro skills that they need. yeah so it's like roi is yeah. like subjective for right? sure that is true so i have mine defined right like what we yeah, look yeah. at yeah, so yeah, we yeah. could keep doing we could keep doing this podcast for like 15 years but if yeah. nothing proves exactly improve, doesn't matter right? yeah but we yeah, could do yeah, this yeah. for two months and yo we could we could talk to uh andy frisella that guy yeah 
Yeah, we could, somehow we could get in contact. You could get in contact with Andy Fasella. This guy's like, yo, bro, do this, do that, do this, do that. Because he has all this experience, right? And yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. to get that time horizon from 10 years all the way down to like two months. Yeah. Right? So that's you. why it's kind of like having people that are more knowledgeable around you is uh, important. So that's why you should hire Ronit as a coach. Um, we, should, we should hire a podcast guy, bro. Someone who does. Yeah, who, let's see if the four people that listen, Anyone know how to like professionally do podcasts? Let us know. Bro, Maybe we'll hire by this him. point, by this point, I swear to God. Actually, yo, you know what? Let's make a bet. Hmm. How much you want to bet on this? Let's say by this point, right? You have like 50 bucks, you could send someone. <laughs> Maybe. Huh? I, I might have to sell like a couple of protein bags or something, but yeah. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. You want to coach someone for a month? Or you want should I coach someone for a month? We can both go somewhere for a month or three. Okay, let's do this. Let's Actually, do this. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If anyone's watching till this point, yeah, just comment Ronit X Sandu. Yeah. If you do that, me and Ronit will coach you for free for one month. I guarantee no one's going to comment that. Holy shit. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. That's a limiting belief, bro. We're yeah. limiting ourselves to four people. Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. Right away, people are like, oh, two that's things. A, that's a limiting belief right there, bro. Right? That we so, have. That's it. We got to be confident. And the shit we're saying helps. You know? so, okay. This went fucking everywhere. Yeah? Well, that was good. I think that I actually kind of have a summary in my head. This was basically about how we started in lifting. And then yeah. how we, I don't know if you talked about how we got into training other people. We Yo, like how we, how we got into lifting and training people. Yeah. And then yeah. like the mindset around that, that we needed. How we stay motivational on track. So have like a plan just to design. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Did you ever think you would talk to me about mindset? That's wild, right? Wow. Bro, and like the thing is, I was like nodding some stuff, you know? Only only the negative part, I don't know. But yeah, I think your negative viewing is different than how I view negative, but you actually view it in the way I view it. You just word it differently. Yeah. I don't think anything is, I don't really see anything as negative. Yeah. But like, I don't I think, think you I see don't... anything. Do you think of things positive too? No, because I think positive things can be bad for you. That's what I mean. So I, that's what I mean. You're like in the place where Gary, I mean, Gary Vernachuk, Gary V, he talks about this all the time. Like, oh, I just neutral the whole time. Yeah. Because yeah. think about it this way, right? A lot of these, um, like, for example, a lot of these top athletes, right? Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, let's say, let's say like these rappers, right? Yeah. These rappers, they're really good. They're putting in a lot of time and effort into their music. They blow up. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when you blow up, right? You're getting a lot of attention. People yeah. around you, they see that you're getting a lot of attention. So they want to come into your circle. They come into your circle, you start to do things. Oh, bro, you're awesome. Yeah. Oh, bro, you're doing so well. Keep killing it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You're doing so and then you're you're getting like hyped up. People are pumping your tires too much. And then yeah. the amount of effort you're putting is slowly like lower and lower and lower. So yeah. then that's actually your demise. And yeah. you fall off, right? And yeah. then people see you fall off, and then instantly all those people are gone, right? So I think that's actually the bad thing with like, to put it in a fitness thing, it's like body positivity, right? It's like, bro, there's like no standard of anything. Yeah. So it's like, sure. you're telling people like, yo, you're good no matter what, which yeah. is bullshit. Nobody's good no matter what. That's insane. That's literally yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're telling people like, yeah. no matter what, they're good, right? No matter what they're yeah. good. Yeah. So like, if I'm your training partner and if I see your physique, I'm like, bro, you look awesome. You look so good, bro. You look amazing. I know your I know your goal is let's say your goal is to turn pro. Bro, you yeah. look 
you look so good. Yo, you should yeah. compete. You should compete. You hear that every single day, right? What yeah. what happens? Your ego starts to go up, right? And you yeah. start to convince yourself, like, yo, this is actually true. And then you go and compete, you get fucking wrecked. Lapped. Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, damn, yo, what's the point? Like, yeah. what's what's that? And then you start to like kind of, you know, doubt yourself. Whereas I told you, like, yo, you look good. Um, but yo, just based on X physique I saw, like, you know, your delts are a little small. Maybe you should do this, maybe you should that. Or like when people yeah. ask people, when, I think the biggest thing is everyone feels a need to like say something. When yeah. someone asks me something, I'm like, bro, I have no idea. I just tell them I have no idea. Mm-hmm. One guy's like, bro, one guy, he was talk- I was talking to him yesterday on a call. He's like, I do CrossFit. I don't want to lose weight. I'm like, bro, you're talking to the wrong person. Yeah. Well, I'm you like, I genuinely can't help you. Like, I have no idea about CrossFit. Yeah. That's just an example. Like, stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, no, I got you. I think, I think you have to be neutral. I think too much on this side is too yeah. much on that side is bad. Yeah. That's why that's why it helps too when we're talking again, fucking all this comes back to certain things, right? Certain principles to follow. Like if you know like what kind of where you want to go, like plan wise, direction wise, then like whatever compliments and shit that and obviously some things will happen we can't control. But whatever things people are throwing at you, you're like, Oh, this doesn't align align with my plan. I'm not gonna do it. This aligns with it, I'm gonna do it. But you just can't get caught up in it, like you're saying. Which yeah. I agree with. But you have to, having a plan helps. Right. Yeah. You have to have your end goal and then from there reverse engineer everything to your life yeah. now. Yeah. That's the way I've always done it. Not have to. You don't have to be like that. That's the way I've yeah. always done it. I would say like it works. Like it it, works. it works. Yeah. Like even if it's like little things, like you just say, yo, like this year I want to do this because this is gonna help this, right? If you people just have that, they're working towards something. And you don't yeah. just go crazy because like yo, we have so much luxury of time now. At least people do and with their thoughts all the time and then make up fucking stories and they go crazy, right? So, yeah. I've done that a lot. That's why I put books and podcasts in my head. You make up stories about what? The writer says, oh, fuck, this is not going to work out. This is not going to work out. Oh, fuck, man. What am I doing? This, whatever. And then I listen to a podcast or a book. Like, oh, shit, never mind. I'm on the right path. I think, yeah. I think, bro, I think now, like, yeah. People are so hard. People are so, like, scared to, like, say a different opinion. Or exactly. something like harsh yeah, towards yeah. the other person, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I literally like it's kind of messed up, but bro, like one of my cousins came over and I was literally telling him, I'm like, bro, he's 17 years old. I'm like, bro, if you continue down this path, you're gonna be yeah. a like you're literally yeah. not gonna achieve anything, right? Yeah. But like no one's ever been that real with him. Everyone's sure. like, yo, you know, you gotta change your ways, you gotta be a you know, yeah, he's yeah. in the thought, like, yo, maybe I gotta change my ways a little bit, but life's gonna yeah. be okay. But like, yo, yeah. sometimes you need someone to just like say yeah. shit like it is, right? Hundred uh, percent. I don't okay. know. What the hell do I know? What do? I, what do? What do I know? What do we know? What, bro, what do I know? We don't know shit, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. Either. We're just what we're that? just trying. We're just trying stuff, but then they're constantly doing stuff, and then adjust along the way. We'll see what happens, right? What That's the, the beauty of this podcast. People mm-hmm. are like, yo, what the hell are these guys doing? Here? You think people are gonna comment that? What? Uh, thing that I said before well, training, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Maybe like what if maybe someone comments in ten years? What if we're not even coaching by then? That'd be pretty funny, yeah. Imagine yo, that'd be a sick fucking. Imagine that happens. Well, that'd be like a full circle moment. Holy shit! We're like on a yacht and shit, and just you know, like drinking. <laughs> Why drinking, would you be on a yacht in Canada? Drink, drinking kombucha, bro. Right. 
fuck, man. That'd be sick. Like, you gotta coach this guy. Yo, what if it goes the other way around? I don't I mean, think that way. No, no. What if, what if, well, like, 200 people come with that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so it's only a limit of one person. Yeah, limit of, there you go. We clarified it. Yeah. Limit of that one person. That person hopefully still watching. Yeah. Imagine if they're just commenting that moment, they turn the podcast off and they message us. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. That would be pretty funny, bro. I have no That'd idea. be pretty fun. That's fine, bro. Free marketing, bro. Like, yo, you have to let us use your testimonial in transformation. And you have yeah. to sign up for 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that kidding. So okay, so that was podcast number one, episode one. Um, you, is this one going to work out? I think so. It's recording still. No, okay, because I know the other this, one kind of messed up. This one was better, though. This was good, right? I think I like this one better, too. The last one was kind of like... Uh, yeah, it was a last one was very like uh materialistic focus, I feel like. Like our, I think like, we're talking yeah, about like Lambos and Rolls Royce and Yeah, I don't know how I got there, bro, but it was interesting. Because yeah. yo, I think we're talking about um like we'll, we'll get to that eventually again in the future. We're talking but, about like yo, you need a goal at the end turn. Uh, you need a goal, mm, you need an end goal, but a lot of the time the goal is not even what you want. You just have it yeah. set because that's what you yeah. think like successful. Goal it's just validate. a status of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but you. people don't want. I mean, a lot of people want a Lambo because it's like very fast and it looks cool. Yeah, it's Royce. But a lot of people just have that image because they're like, "Yo, mm. this is kind of like my like trophy to like, hey, I made it." Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's still that being said, it's still important to have stuff to plan, look forward to, so you are like kind of excited to work towards things, right? So, yeah, it could be a Rolls, but it could be like fucking Tuscany in Italy, bro. We something. Look forward to something, bro. Okay. Episode one. Any last thoughts? Episode one. Nah, bro. I don't have any. That was a good episode. That's good. All right. Sick. We'll start recording. Bye-bye. Bye. See you guys soon.